Can I get a what what? Welcome back. <laughs> I can't even take it seriously. <laughs> you guys, welcome back to Side Peace Show. What what? Can I get a what what? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. This is why I need to be drinking. You guys, so it's crazy. I'm doing this show and I reach out to people and not only do I reach out to all these people like these guests to have them come on, but a lot of times they are like, cool, but you have to talk to my PR people or you have to talk to the show people. So it's not as easy as just like I send so-and-so on Bravo a message asking them, hey, I'm a psycho Bravo fan, would love to have you on side piece, cool, can we make it work? There's a lot more into it. It's a lot of hoop jumping. And just the other day, I was asking someone like on Bravo, was like, oh, I'd love to be on. Go talk to my PR people. So I was talking to their PR people, and they were like, hell to the no. Uh, our clients are not coming on side piece. And I was like, is it me? <laughs> I know, I can't even say that with a straight face. But I was like, is it me? Is it side piece? You know, I've had a pretty great roster of, of people that have been on the show. But, you know, it just bummed me out a little bit because like with any job, you work so hard, right? And you want to be the best and you want to be successful and you want to take off like a baby, right? You want it to grow and to get big and to be awesome. So then when people are like, um, no, uh, we will not let our client come on your show. And I don't know why. Like I, a lot of times they just say this is a hard hell to the no, bye. And they don't give me a reason, which I'm a lunatic and I need you to explain everything to me. Like if you say no to me, why? You got to tell me why, 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 why? Like why are you saying to me what you're saying? I need to know every detail of every situation of everything. So, you know, it like bummed me out because I get excited about some of these people and they are like, oh, I would love to come on your show. And then, you know, we get shot down by third parties. And then, like anything, whether it's your job or relationship, whatever, you got to look at the positive and the fun and the good. Like my guest today, you guys, I can't even believe it. And I say this all the time, but like my guest today, I can't even believe how just awesome of a person like she is and how amazingly cool and lucky I am to be able to have her on so it's like things like that it's like don't get it twisted like this isn't easy doing side piece and I know you don't, guys don't probably think it is I don't think any job is easy your guys's job no one's job is easy especially when talking about then being a parent on top of it and having maniacs as kids and husband, wives, whatever, in relationships. Like, it's a lot. So, anyway, I was bummed the other day. Like, shot down. And again, I think I maybe asked an email four times. Is it me? Is it me? Like, I was getting rejected by a guy. And I needed to know why. <laughs> Is it my breath? Is it my hair? Um, I promise I'll brush my teeth more. So, anyway. But then, then on the positive, amazing side... I have other guests that are so excited to come on. Their PR and their people are excited for them to come on. 
Um, and, and so, you know, I just, you know, you take the good with the bad. And even more than all of that, my freaking maniacs, as much as they are maniacs, like the fact that my three-year-old pops up out of bed every single morning and runs over to the window and says, Mommy, the sun is out today. Like, it just puts all of the stupid shit into perspective. Um, that was a lot of rambling. I just wanted to, to, to let you know that's what's going on. There's a lot of work that goes into side piece, um, but I love it. And I've literally become a full-time stalker because of it. Because I have to read, like, who's booking guests? I don't have a team of people doing it. Should my three-year-old be doing it? Because otherwise this shit isn't getting done. So it's just me. Like, stalking people all day long on DMs anywhere. Will you come on my show? So I do it, though, because I love it. You guys are the best. I know you guys love these people that I have on as much as I love it. So that makes me happy. Like bringing a smile to your guys' face, bringing an escape, a side piece, you know, to your crazy life. Like side piece is my escape to my crazy life. That makes me so happy. I'm so happy, grateful, thankful for all of you to get to do this. Ups, the downs, the bad, the ugly. The me being a crazy person, which is always and anyways anyway. I just want to say thank you again for sticking with me, sticking with Side Piece. I hope you love it. Um, and, you know, I hope you know just I put so much into it, like energy and time and just because this is so important to me and I want you guys just to really love it as much as I do. So thank you for everything, for the support for always tuning in, for getting other people to tune in and to subscribe and to write all your cool reviews. And like when I see someone post on social media like a picture listening to a side piece episode and like I'm on my way to work and I'm listening to side piece. Like you guys have no idea. I like crap my pants. I can't believe that you guys are sitting out there listening and like enjoying this and listening to my mouth even though I know it's not my mouth it's my guest mouth but like even having to listen to my mouth you guys enjoy it you have no idea what it means and and that's why I tell you annoyingly I'm sure at this point over and over and over again how much it means to me how incredible you guys are and thank you and today you guys holy crap my guest today she is the biggest blonde bombshell that ever hit Real Housewives of Miami. She started the show. She's back as the OG. And I cannot say how much I love her and how much I've been a fan with her since day one. I'm so freaking lucky that we not only have Real Housewives of Miami back, but today, my guest... Like I said, the OG of Real Housewives of Miami, the blonde bombshell I love so much, here today on Side Piece, the one, the only, Alexia. so good to see you you too how are you good. i love your energy i wrote a poem for you oh okay are you ready she burst back onto the screen with style and class 
But don't you forget, if you come for her or even more her boys, she will totally kick your ass. Accomplished, smart, and she always brings her own twist. But being the best mom will be the one thing that always tops her list. It has been way too long, but we finally have her back. You guys from Real Housewives of Miami, she is the one and only Alexia. Oh my God, that was beautiful. Sorry, wow, I'm I so didn't even touch. I forgot to even freaking, I was so excited to see you. Oh my God, I wanted, I want you to give me the copy. I mean, like, you send it to me. Yeah. That. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. No, I'm so pumped. I'm, listen, thank you so much for taking the time. I, um, have been beyond looking forward to this like Miami holy shit I just rewatched the last episode like you uh -huh. guys crushed like yes it was so hot being yeah back. we're bringing it yeah we were ready it's been eight years we were like ready to bring it back I mean eight years are you like what am I doing coming back after eight years it's something like I always wanted to do. So there was no way they were doing a comeback and I wasn't going to be there. So I was super ready. I mean, I feel like we've all been ready. You know, you've missed so much in eight years and so much in our lives that we kind of always felt that whenever it would come, we were all like very excited, you know, to come back and to kind of like play catch up and, you know, and, and be part of it again. Did you think there was a point? Because, you know, like you see Dallas goes off. You saw like DC went off. Right. Did you ever think that, you would be back I honestly did and the other girls can tell you Alexia always thought that the show was coming back you know I never saw those like DC which kind of gave me the vibe that it was canceled Miami was like oh I don't know and you don't know all the viewers and fans that were like stop me in the street oh when is Miami coming back and I would say soon I was always saying that and all my friends Marisol would tell me why did you say that like, it's never coming back and I'm like okay maybe you're not going to be in it but it's coming back and I'm going to be part of it so yeah, so it was always really like that. You know, I felt like, you know, the fans were so vocal. You know, they always wanted us on TV. And after eight years, I mean, I would travel. I travel a lot. And wherever I was at, there was always like some fan that would come up to me and ask me about my kids, ask me about my life. And, you know, at that time I wasn't married. So Todd was like just my boyfriend. And Todd's like, it's incredible. Like how these were like in Dubai. And I had like a fan like coming up to me, fans in Dubai. So, you know, I feel that, you know, these kind of shows, or at least, you know, this show, you know, really makes an impact on, on many people's lives. Oh, and, you know, goodness. you're very relatable and, and it's kind of like you're more than a character. It's like they really like live your life and, um, and they really want to know about your life and they care about it. So, right. yeah. You know what, for you, so like, I admittedly, I'm like a psycho housewives. Like I've watched all of them. Like I know them like the back of my hand. For you, I think another reason I was so excited is because two things. I'm a mom. I have a four and a three-year-old. So, like, you being, like, the mom that you are and across the board, like, everything was prank. I mean, everybody. Mm -hmm. But, like, that was just, like, the coolest freaking mm -hmm. thing to see. Like, you just, like, that is your thing. No matter what else is going on, yeah. don't, like, as the mom. Yes. That and your responses, like people mm -hmm. would throw so much shit at you sometimes mm -hmm. and your responses were never like popping off. They were like, 
not to bring it up, but when Audrey was like, I think that like Herman Pat mm-hmm. like passed yeah. away having a heart attack, having sex with it. You're like, that's how I want to go. Right. It was so money. Like, right. no, and that's how I really feel. Like, that's how I really am. Like, you know, as you see, like in my, well, obviously you don't know me from my personal life. You know, but I'm the same person, like the person that you see on TV and how I am, I really like, that's how come people that watch shows like you, that knew me would be like, oh my God, you'd be so great on the housewife show years ago, like when this first started, because that's like how I really am. And that's how I really felt when Adriana said that, first of all, she's inappropriate that way. So if I expected that from anybody, it would be her because she loves to like do like those, you know, like shocks. She does like the shock factor. And she's also like a buzz killer because like we're, when we're having the most fun, she's like, says something crazy and I'm like okay what happened like we were having fun until you said that so that's why it didn't really hurt me I mean I have a good relationship with her you know she's uh, she's always been very nice to me and um, she doesn't want to fuck with me so she's always very nice with me (laughs) I it didn't really hurt me and I really did believe that I was like wow that's a freaking amazing way to go like that's how I want to go so that's why it just like stopped right there so yeah even your response, like, I know, I know they're not like, and I don't want to bring it up because I want to, like, there's so much positive about you, right? Mm-hmm. You obviously went through a lot of shit with mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. right? Of course, yeah. But, like, even in another moment for me, it was like, again, my kids are only four and three. So they don't really know about, like, having mommy's back. But, like, when Todd and Peter were in their argument, right? And, like, Frankie, mm-hmm. you're there for Frankie, but Frankie is there just as much for you. You know, just like you guys had the arms on this. It was just like incredible. And again, again, your reaction, you come into the scene. It can't be easy. This is your man. This is my kid. You're going at it. And you were just so like, I get it. I hear your side. I hear your side. It was just like, I think out of all of them, again, your reactions, your level headedness and like the mom, like the mom always comes first no matter yeah, what always I've always said that you know and even like sometimes in like my you know obviously Todd's my third marriage but with my other husbands or as a woman you know now that I question more things and I'm more in touch like with myself and who I am you know like my 50s has done this to me you know I was talking to other people before in interviews and you know I my 50s has been really like impactful in my life like who I am you know it's it's kind of like it's a scary thing because it's like you reach this age so quickly and you're like, where did time go? And then it's like this transformation, like inner, you know, which is great, you know, obviously, because, you know, it's, it didn't happen to me before. Like you take for granted your twenties, your thirties and what's important for you. And then like in your fifties, now I'm like, wait, like, this is who I am because I've gone through all these life lessons. I've gone through all these experiences and you know what? I'm, I'm not sorry. Like, I'm proud of who I am. And, you know, I don't have a problem with it, like where I did before. Right. You know, also like different times that we're, you know, we're living, you know, they're better in many ways and not so good in other ways. But, you know, I love the idea that we can express ourselves, that there's more awareness about, you know, social issues, you know, and things that we could, that were taboo before that you thought you had to like keep it in as a secret because you were ashamed of isn't so bad. You know, and yes, I've had, you know, some bad things happen to me or my life that I would like to change, you know, especially, you know, Frankie's accident would be the only thing, let's say, but, you know, I've also accepted it and, you know, and found there's a reason why this had to happen. 
And it's the only way that, you know, that you can continue to live a healthy life, you know, by, you know, accepting things and, you know, making the best out of it. And, and that's what I try to do every day in my life. And no matter how old they are, I'm always going to be that mom. Totally. Part two. Totally. I mean, listen, I'm like, you know how it is. Like you can come at me. If you come at my kids, it's like yeah. game freaking over. Right. Like you're and done. I, yeah, no. And I think in these shows, it's the same thing too. It's like all the women say the same thing. Like that's below the belt. Like your kids are your kids. Doesn't matter what age they are. They're always going to be your kids. And you know, some of the women that don't have kids on, on these shows shouldn't even be there because like they don't get it. They shouldn't even have an opinion because you know what? You haven't gone through that yourself. So you don't know. You know, and I always say like small kids, small problems, you know, bigger kids, you know, bigger problems, you know, they're, they're different, but enjoy them now that they're little. I wish mine would have stayed little. I know. You know, it's funny. Cause I'm like the other day, I was just like, oh my God, this happened, you know, with my four-year-old and someone said the exact same thing. They're like, Melissa, it's a four-year-old's problem. Like, <laughs> let me tell you about my shit going on with my kid in my, in the twenties. Like, yes. let me. So anyway, that's what I, I wanted to first, I, I wanted to tell you, cause just again, the mom, like you are such an awesome mom. And I'm, I so respect, of course, being a huge fan of the show, but like just the mom factor, yeah. but how, most importantly, I'm all the shit that we can talk about. The most important thing, how are your boys? They're good. They're good. Frankie was just here earlier. He said hello to one of the other people that I was having, uh, um, that I was talking to. He's good. He's good. Now he has a shadow. I once after the accident, you know, he had a teacher that worked with him. He got, he got to graduate from like a regular school and a special program. And, you know, he had a shadow and then, you know, we went through a lot of shit, you know, after Herman's um, death and, you know, kind of like an uncertainty time in our life, you know, in, in many aspects of it and per personal and professional and everything was like up in the air and, you know, now we're back at it, you know, focused again. I got him a shadow. It's very fortunate to find this like young man that does this. He's a therapist and he's working with him. And I've seen the improvement like in the last month that he's been with him. It's like, he's like my angel sent from God. So he's doing great. You know, he's always happy. You know, we're very fortunate that his brain injury, um, he doesn't suffer from depression or from anger or from anger or anything like that. He's like, he's like an angel. He only has love and peace and happiness in his heart. This is all he has. It's, it's like, it's like, that's why, you know, when I, we see the world, I came in, I, we talk about this, you know, a world that's so mean, you know, that always has so much hate and all this stuff going on in the world. He's like, no, like, no, like love and happiness. I go, I know, Frankie, we need to keep on praying for that. Like we need more people like you. And I learned from Frankie every day. You know, I'm sure he learns a lot from me, but I learned from him every day. And that's the biggest lesson he's taught me. I mean, you know what's too? You just made a good point. It's like, you're sitting here on the show with these women and they're fighting about a room size or whatever. Are you ever just like, look at what we've, like, look at my, look at my real life. Like, look at the, what I've been through. Right. And we're fighting about what size room yeah, for like a weekend. Yeah, because I mean, if you had to live like that the rest of your life, okay, maybe I could see you like if you lived in a mansion and then had to live sharing a room while you would complain. But for a weekend girls trip, like, are you really complaining about the size of your room or having to share a room? Yeah, but Lisa really doesn't like to share a room, period. <laughs> <laughs> but is it just tough? Because you're like, I go through so much shit. I mean, 
Well, that's what it is. Like I I go through so much just to prepare for me to go, to be able to leave my family, to leave Frankie, to leave Todd, to leave my business, you know, to go to have fun with four or five girls for a couple of days. And yeah, you know, they take all that for granted and they're fighting about a stupid room. Like, you know, I wish we could have all stayed in one room and like jumped on the bed and had pillow fights, you know, and drank tequila and, you know, gone crazy. But, you know, so I do, and I feel like if you see me always like in all these, like when they start doing that kind of stuff, I kind of like step back because I'm just sitting there going, okay, like, you know, like, are you really fighting about this? Like, do you understand? Like, this is like stupid. You know, we have so much, many other things to worry about. Well, you know, so hard. You're coming back. You have Frankie who, thank God, has gotten better in the last eight years and, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff. And then you have fights with, you know, Peter and Todd, right? And then you have this stuff coming out about Herman. Like, what was the hardest part for you, do you feel like, doing the show again? And, or things that happened on the show or came out on the show or whatever? Right. So the hardest part for me was bringing Todd into this craziness, honestly. Because I get the show and I signed up for the show. But the truth is that Todd and Peter didn't sign up for the show. You know what I mean? So sometimes I feel like, you know, a little guilty or not guilty, but like you feel bad. Like, okay, did I do this? But I kind of didn't because that's what was really going on in my life. And I said, you know what? You guys should have fixed it or whatever. But because we were trying to fix it, you know what I mean? So when you guys saw it, it was like, it was already like in the works, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, and like I said, you know, I'm one of the few, I feel housewives that I, maybe it's just because the way I live my life and how I am that I see it like as a positive and I thank the show instead of, you know, instead of fuck you, fuck you, Bravo. I say, thank you. Thank you, Bravo. Because Bravo by being on the show, I've had some scenes that I always felt like were positive and good in my life. You know, in season three, I had a very strong scene with Peter talking about his dad and about, you know, just growing up and, you know, all this hurt he had. And it really helped my relationship with Peter from that day on. I mean, I remember after filming, he went and he got a tattoo that says Alexia, you know, of of how powerful that scene was. So, you know, I always like to look at the good and the positive. And and even though that scene, episode five, was so hard to watch, you know, after as a family, and it was hard to actually be part of it. Because like you said, it was like in the middle of my, the people I love the most, you know, my kids and Todd. And not knowing how we were going to fix this. But, you know, sometimes you need, that needs to happen. And I'm sure it happens in many families. The only right. difference is that you guys got to see it. I got to share it with the entire world. And, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, to watch. You know, it's hard to watch. How are Peter and Todd though now? Oh, they're good. And they were good also, you know, when, when that happened, or we thought it was. But, um, and, you know, right after that, that was the beauty of it because, there's so much love and good intentions that we were able to, you know, come together as a family and be even stronger and look back and say, like, this is really fucked up. Like, we need to fix this. And it was something that that we did. You know, we we all, after watching it, we all on our own kind of like said, okay, we, we're going to put more effort and this is, we're going to fix this. Right. And we did because it's the only way that I can be happy, you know? And if we all love each other, Peter knows that the only way I can be happy is if I'm happy with Todd too. I'm with him. Todd understands how important it is that I'm, that he's good with, you know, we all love each other. So right. it's kind of, you know, a crazy moment. 
and um and you know that we had to get uncomfortable with each other but because of love and the good intentions you know you always get past that right you know why we're married today and we're at a great place you know the families that don't make it through that are the ones that fall apart you're married again you, yeah. i mean hello i so well, like, dude, after, love, the ki- after the kids i needed to leave with lead with that like Right. Mary, I mean, congratulations. Are is it is it just like the best like being with Todd? It is. I mean, we each other like we we would have known how good this was gonna be when we got married years ago. Because honestly, since we got married, it's been great. You know, it's been really, really great. I mean, the truth is we lived together already for so many years. Right. I feel that that's the most important part. You know, I feel like a lot of couples that, you know, that don't that aren't living together until they're married. It, it's a lot more difficult for them because you have to get used to like living with each other and you know especially if you come with family and all that but I feel like Todd and I had like a good two or three years just by ourselves so that really like solidified us and you know we got that alone time that we needed and then his girls came to live with us Frankie came to live with us full-time and now we're like this big family is it crazy now? Like, look at all, like, you guys are like the freaking Brady Bunch now. And everybody gets along. I mean, do you love the madness? Were they like, what do you, you know, we know you from doing Miami years ago. But like, mm-hmm. Todd and the girls, were they like, what do, I don't know. What yeah, do you know? I feel like they did that. I feel like everybody, you know, the first time on TV is very, you know, they're nervous. You know, they don't know what to expect. They don't know how to act. Like, what do we have to do? And I'm like, just be, I always tell everybody the same thing. Just be you, like, forget about the camera because it's really not acting. I mean, we're at least, you know, we're not acting. I mean, this is how you are. So you have to be, that's the best advice I give to everybody. And I think that that's why Marisol did so amazing this season. Cause I'm like, Marisol, you're fucking funny. Like I'm your best friend. Like I've known you for years, like stop it. Just be you and be your funny self. And that's it. And you don't have to be anything you're not going to be, you know? And that's why I have a problem sometimes when, you know, some people say, oh no, because you did it for the show. No, like there's nothing you do for the show. Like this right. is who you are and this is what you do. And that's it. But, um, so the girls were nervous, but I feel like, you know, after a couple of times, you know, they were more comfortable and, you know, they liked it and, um, you know, and Todd hopefully will like it at the end, you know, cause I feel like you really don't have like a true assessment until you see the whole season like unveiled you can have like one episode you like and one that you hate right one that the fans love you and one that the fans hate you so it's kind of like you'll have you know i'll ask them that question at the end of the season and after the reunion so you're back with the freaking ogs right like you're gonna do this show and you have lisa you have marisol right uh, were you shocked a that they didn't ask leah back no, I was not shocked that they didn't ask Leah about it. You know, I never thought, honestly, and it's not in a bad way, because I know she likes to talk shit about me, but I'm not, like, trying to talk shit back about her. Yeah. Because I'm not that person. But it really didn't surprise me that Leah is not back. Because yeah. what surprised me the most was that she was even part of it in season one. Because she was never, like, Leah's not that kind of girl. You know what I mean? She's not that kind of woman. She doesn't really have girlfriends. You know, she doesn't like... You know, and her, like, sense of humor, it's kind of like, it's always, like, if she gives you a compliment, it's wrapped like in an insult. You know, she's always trying to, like, throw digs. That's sarcastic humor. Like, I don't get that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how I vibe. That's not who I am. She likes to do things behind people's back. You know, yes, you think, oh, you always need somebody like that for the show. But you know what? We're a lot better without her. You know, that's the truth. So I was not surprised at all that she wasn't asked back. 
And you know what? She likes to talk a lot of shit about the show. So why would you want to be part of this? If you have it right. Was it crazy though that like OG Adriana, like she wasn't then given like a main? Were you shocked about that? That she wasn't? No, I honestly wasn't shocked about, you know, Adriana. You know, I mean, I know she's friendly with Julia and, you know, and she brought Julia in, which was great because, you know, I love Julia and I think she's so refreshing. Something very different for the show. I love that she's married to Martina. So, you know, I mean, she adds something to the show that none of us does. And that's what I love about our group of women, you know, because we're all so different, yet we're all so together, you know? So I wasn't shocked about that, but about Adriana not coming back because Adriana doesn't really have a story. Like, what is her story besides picking on people? So, no, that is the truth. I mean, and I like her, but, you know, who are you? You know yeah. what? You can talk about my husband, but let's talk about your husband. So it's, it's always been like a big mystery. You know, she's she keeps her life very guarded. And very protective and I felt like it's always been kind of like not very very real but I feel that this is how she is a real person I'm not saying she's doing anything for the show right. I feel that this is who she really is you know she's very guarded and she's a mystery and and that's why I wasn't really surprised that she wasn't like a main housewife but, but again I mean it doesn't really matter today about being a main a housewife or right. holding the computer or not because the truth is that Adriana and Marisol had more airtime than the, than the other girls and many of the other girls. Right. You know, it's really the impact, you know, that you have and the presence, you know, that you have, you know. And I feel like this season, Marisol and Adriana both had a really big impact on the Marisol, show. Marisol, your guys' relationship, I just like, it's so dope. I think I even told her actually, like in a DM. I'm like, I wish I had someone that had my back like that. And when you guys are sitting at the table... And you're like, listen, you guys can have all the noise that you want, but this has been going on for decades. So right. like, don't get it twisted, right? I mean, right. yeah, I just so like cool. the Nicole, right. I didn't like the Nicole, like try to go there and try to like deflect her situation and try to like start a fight between Marisol and I, because that's never going to happen because, you know, we have a bond. But yeah, it's it's been interesting, right? Because a lot of times you feel like, whoever you think you, you know, you have like a vision or an idea of the person before, you know, getting all together. And then we do, you see a side to them like, Oh, okay. Like I didn't know that about you. Uh, but the only one that I know like a hundred percent is and has my back is really Marisol. Just like she feels the same way about me that I would have her back. And, you know, it's important to have, you know, somebody, you know, at least one of the girls that, you know, that has your back. Well, hello, especially when you're going through it, like even in the room situation, you're like, why is Alexia saying, like, kind of being snappy? Well, let's go through why Alexia and Marisol is your back. Let's go through why Alexia might be right. a little frustrated right now. Huh? Right. Let's go, like, did, 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 did. like right. really? And the truth is that I wasn't even really snappy. I mean, that's the truth. Like, I, we were all tired. All the right. want to say Their excuses are always like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I was so drunk. No, bitch, own your shit. Okay, we were all tired. We all woke up at the same time. I actually didn't sleep all night. Like, and it's funny because even like my story is so funny because Todd took me to the airport when we were leaving on the trip. And, um, and I was trying on clothes. So when he wakes up like at three o'clock in the morning, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm about to sleep. And I go, no, babe, I'm still packing. I don't know. He's like, well, if you want me to take, he's like, you need to be at the airport right now. I'm like, oh my God, no. He's like, I'll take you if you go right now. I said, wait, I'm still trying on outfits. And he's like, no, you go with what you're wearing right now. Or like, I'm going back to sleep and I don't know how you're going to get there. So anyways, so I literally left with one of the outfits that I was trying on. <laughs> and then I just put a jean jacket and then I was freezing because it was like the airport. I usually don't travel like that in the airport. So I was wearing whatever is what I'm trying to tell you. 
So, you know, we all had, right. you know, we all had to pack. None of us slept. We were all tired. We all had the same story. But you know what? Don't use it as an excuse to behave the way that you behave. Right. And, you know, and Nicole, I guess, thought she had to have her moment. And because, you know, that's the other thing, too. Everybody feels like they have to have their moment. And she wanted to pick on me, you know, and I, you know, I let it go. I really didn't care because, like you said, I have so much going on. I just wanted to get to my room so I can call Todd and I can call Frankie and I can call Peter and I can call my business, make sure everything was okay. That's what I wanted. You're like, this is my show. I'm an OG bitch. (laughs) And then you have like the new chicks coming on. Did you even, because you know how it is. Like now it's like everyone's a friend of, and that's kind right. of how they're introduced. Did you know, actually know any of these new chicks that came on? Like, yeah, doing I did. I did. So I knew Gertie from, you know, she's an event planner. You know, she focuses a lot on weddings, but she also does like beautiful events. So we knew each other from the events. And then coincidentally enough, right before we started when they were still casting, you know, for the new girls, and I knew she was a wedding planner. She's like, you know, she knew I was engaged. She's like, when are you getting married? I'm like, oh my God, I know I have to like find a wedding planner. I don't know what to do. So she's like, I'm going to start calling you and bugging you every day. So you let me do your wedding. And that's what she did. And thank God for her, because she was the one that kind of like, you know, started like getting me excited about it and actually, you know, starting to prepare. So I knew Gertie from that. I love her energy. I needed somebody just like her you know, to help me with that. And then Nicole, we had a lot of friends in common. We would like have lunch before, you know, we all got together. And Julia, I knew of, but I didn't know her. Julia was the only one that I really didn't know, but you know, everybody knows Martina. Right. I had met Julia like in some events and stuff like that, but she was the one that I knew the least. And then you have Larsa coming back. Oh yeah, Larsa to me, it's always like, you know, I was always friendly with Larsa. That's the truth. Larsa moved to LA and before that to Chicago, right after season one. But we always kept in touch. She would always like text me when she was in Miami. The same thing. She, we have a lot of friends in common. So we knew about each other through friends. And I was super happy that she was back. I always believed that if the show would come back and she was around here, that, you know, that she would be part of it. You did. Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I think she's great. I mean, I honestly think she's great. Yeah. She's, you know, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is like, there was so much catching up of her life to do as well. So, you know, she still had the same house. She still, still kind of had like the same husband, but going through a divorce, you know, I, I felt like, you know, we all had really like strong stories, you know, especially me and Larsa and, um, and Julia. Totally. You know, it's crazy. I was just thinking about, oh my God. So my husband, Alexia, he represents people. He works at WME. Mm-hmm. So he is in the sports world too. And someone, basically this guy was trying to hook up with me. So he's like, I'm going to set you up on meetings. So like, you know, I'm looking good to you and you'll bone me. So I'll set you up on these meetings. Okay. (laughs) So he sets me up on this meeting with this guy, Josh. And I go into, now that we're talking about Larsa, I just remembered it. I go into his office and he, Josh isn't in the office yet. It's like, he's not there yet. On his couch is this Scotty Pippen jersey. And me, shockingly, like you, I'm quiet, right? And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I was psycho Bulls fan, <laughs> like crazy Bulls fan growing up. And everyone was like, what is going on? Josh walks in. He's like, are you serious right now? And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, I represent Scottie Pippen. And I'm like, because I was such a crazy Bulls fan growing up. So it was just funny because that's, 
how a I met him of all people it was Scotty Pippen's jersey oh, sitting there oh. mm-hmm. by the guy wait the guy who tried to set me up with the like the meetings and stuff uh-huh. I ended up marrying Josh who I went on this thing with he's oh like, my gosh he's like you're not marrying that guy he's too short for you that's not your type he's not good looking and by the way I was setting you up on a meeting so you would have sex with me not go have <laughs> sex with him and I'm like well see how shit works out anyway <laughs> Really random story. story. It was crazy because, you know, we've seen their story. I've met Scotty, right? And then now seeing Larsa and it's like, again, as the mom factor, right? Like when you yeah. guys were sitting in your, your, you know, your business, like the salon mm-hmm. and you're talking mm-hmm. about like the girl having to go back and forth. And it's just like, as the mom, like those parts were just like, that's what got me. Yeah great mom too and she has a beautiful relationship with all her kids with the boys and Sophia because she has three boys and Sophia and you know and to me because that's so important to me that's like to me like her best trait you know that she's such a great mom and has such a beautiful relationship with her kids and I admire and respect that about her so I choose to see like the good and like that's all I see right so you know, I really don't care about like the other stuff that people you know like to talk about like I really don't care like she but, came back um, because because the Kardashian fight or something wasn't that like a comment at the first scene? Right. Well, I mean, you know, people like to say that she's like kept you know being relevant because of her friendship with the Kardashians, but that's just like a side note. I mean, that just like adds to whatever. I mean, they just happen to be famous people, but like right. they were friends with them, you know. And I respect the fact that she doesn't want to talk about them because why would you talk about them when they're not part of this? You right, know what I mean? Totally. Listen, I, there's so much, and I know you're doing this and people are like talking about like, oh, Herman and like the sexuality right. and like br- bringing up a lot of like the negative. And I right. just wanted you to know how much I like as a fan of the show and like you just like appreciate the mom factor and like you do all of this, what comes across, you do everything you do for those boys. I do. I, that's always been my life. That's always been me. Like since, since the day there, I found out I was pregnant. I was like, you know, sacrificing things that maybe I would have wanted different, but you know what, like for them. And as a mom, you know, you do the best, you know, that you can and you pray for the best and you do the best that you can. You know, the children didn't come with a handbook right? and it's like, you could, you know, fix everything, but you know, you do the best you can and you give them the most love that you can give them because that's, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed right. to be there unconditionally and give them all they love and support that they need. And again, as a mom, like I'm, I feel horrible. Like everything that happened with Peter and all this, are you doing okay? No, that's fine. The, what happened with Peter is um, it was dismissed. The case was closed. They never pressed any charges. You know, it, it, it's going to happen. You know, like those, those things happen. It's like I'm saying, it's, it's just how you react to them and how you deal with them. And, you know, I know what, you know, kind, loving person he is. So I never believed any of that. So I, it's just like, you know, my lessons are public, you know, everybody right. goes through lessons, but you know, mine, by being a public person, my lessons become public lessons. So, you know, and like we talked about before, you know, there's always going to be people that are mean and, you know, and haters and have an opinion without, nobody knows my life, you know, right. I, nobody knows my life better than I do, but you know, sometimes I just chose to, to be quiet. You know, sometimes silence is, is more powerful and, you know, I don't deal with that. Like I don't, I, you know, I'm the kind of person that I don't read like the comments. I don't read the things. I don't even Google anybody's name. I don't, I find out half the shit I do 
from Marisol. She's like, oh, <laughs> did you do that? Because she's really like my only friend. No, because that's the other thing. Like, it's not like, you know, I'm going to believe like anybody else sends me something, but I know she has my back. So whatever she does, you know, it's like, you know, to inform me like in a good way. But, um, you know, I try to stay away from all that because it can affect you. And totally. unless it's nice, you know, or loving or sweet or that I can help somebody, I'm not interested in it, honestly. Because if you really spent all day reading like hate and negative things, it will really get into your psyche. Not mine, because I am my mind, my psyche is so strong that honestly, I don't allow it. I have so much self-control for everything. Right. If not, I wouldn't be where I was at, you know, where I am today, you know, but, you know, I, again, you know, unfortunately that happened, you know, and, you know, now I can talk about it. And, you know, obviously the press was very, you know, quick to write, you know, negative things and to pick it up. But, you know, when the case, he was never charged um, and it was dismissed and closed. And, you know, there were, you know, those were false allegations and that's why it was dismissed and closed. You know, nobody wants to write about that because right, you know, they, of course, right, of course, especially when your show is out. You know, yeah. Miami is hot and popping right now. Right. Like, let's do all like the clickbait and the headlines and all the bullshit and like not. Right. Yeah, know. and you know, I tell him the same thing. I say, you know, not to. I that was the best advice. You know, I gave Todd and I gave my girls, the, my stepdaughters, and and Peter knows because you know he's been part of the show. You know, since he was a little kid, and so has Frankie you know, not to read like any of that stuff to kind of like stay away, you know, from all that. And, you know, today is obviously a lot more social media presence than when we did the show years ago that, right. you know, we had none of that. So, um, you know, you got to take the good and the bad. And, you know, this is like the price that you pay for it. I don't like to say famous because I don't even like that word, but being well known, you know, right, for sure. Person. And the public eye. You know what you brought up, Mar because you guys are so close. What would Mama Elsa, what would she think? of Todd oh she would love Elsa and Mama Elsa would love Todd because Mama Elsa loved gringos remember she was married to <laughs> yes. so for sure and you know like with the salt and pepper hair and the blue eyes and skinny Mama Elsa likes skinny men she didn't like fat she didn't like anybody fat she liked everybody skinny <laughs> oh my god no she would have totally been in love with Todd we would be like double dating and her it would be like Steven Marisol Todd and I, and there would be awesome. <laughs> I would let, I would, and I would let her because I miss her a lot. Melissa was like so much fun, and she said the funniest things. Like, yeah, Marisol's like kind of like being like her mom a lot. She has a lot of her mom. It's crazy that they open kind of with bringing her back into the show. Like you see her again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine. She was such a big part. I mean, she was a huge like. Everyone loved her from the get-go when you guys were first on, right? You guys have been through a lot, you two, as, like, friends. I mean, look at, like, losing her mom. You know, you lose Herman. Everything mm -hmm. comes out to, were you ever, because that was another thing, too, because, you know, Marisol is the one, like you said, she has your back. Like, mm -hmm. so anyone, you're probably going to listen to her. When that guy was like, hey, I found the person who Herman was having a relationship with. Do you want to talk with him? And Marisol was like, I wouldn't do that. Were you like, should I listen to my friend? Or were you just like, no, 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 no. I need you know, to. I never really listened to my friends because I feel like I have the best judgment, better judgment. I mean, I listen to them in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, this is like how she feels. So this is how Marisol feels. Like she wouldn't have not done that. But after I explained to her why I wanted to do it, because it was kind of like at the moment, 
you know, after I explained that it's like, I wanted closure. I had like all these questions that I wanted to ask him so I can know that Herman was in a good place and in a loving place and that he was happy. That's all I wanted for him. So when she, you know, gave me the opportunity for me to explain, she's like, okay, now I get it. Because if not, she thought it was kind of like, you know, Marisol also like, I'm stronger, you know? And when I had this conversation, it was five years later, you know, I actually wanted to have this conversation at first when I found out about it after Herman's death. I wanted to confront the guy. I wanted to say, hey, what's up? Like, you know, what happened? You know, it was, but the whole conversation would have been a little different because, you know, I was, you know, I was grieving, you know, I was going through different emotions. So the conversation five years ago would have been a lot different than what it was today which right. is what it has to be, you know, so timing is everything. So when I actually had this conversation with this gentleman, you know, I got to understand everything, you know, it's hard when the person is no longer here, you know? So it's like, yes, we were separated and we had a good relationship, but it wasn't like, you know, we were friends that way to talk about our intimate things. Like he never, he would have never told me, you right. know, some, never planning on telling me, even if he would still be alive today. So, you know, he was just not okay with telling me. He thought it was disrespectful, which I see it the other way around. Not knowing about it is kind of disrespectful. But, you know, I have to respect it and say, you know what? Those were his values. This is how he thought. This is like how he was raised. And, you know, this is how a lot of people still think. And that's why a lot of men don't come out of the closet because they're going to be judged. You know, they don't think it's okay. And, you know, some people are so close-minded. They don't get that you can fall in love with a man and then you can fall in love with a woman. And then you can, one point in your life, you know, have a family and, you know, want a family and be attracted and in love with a woman. But, you know, 30 years later, you know, you can find, you know, a same sex, you know, a man or a woman, depending, and fall in love with that person too. Like love has no sex, no age, no color, no nothing. Nothing. No race. I mean, it's like, to me, it's, it's really that. But I think it's people that have never felt love. I feel like if you've felt love, that's enough. You get it. You know, a lot of things I've done in my life and people would want to say, oh, there were poor decisions. Oh, you should have. No, I've done them because of love. And right. if you don't feel that love inside your heart, that's the only reason why a lot of people make the decisions that they do. Right. Like, I you made that decision. I just wanted to know that it was in a loving, you know what I mean? Is that because, you know, you know, you saw pictures, you heard, you know, things and stuff. So I like, I wanted to make sure that nobody was taking advantage of him right. and that he was like good. And it was like a solid relationship and that he was happy and that he got to do what apparently he wanted to do throughout his life. And, you right. know, and, and he never did. Well, look, is it crazy? Your dad, all this, and then Herman. What are the chances? Like when you open your like, so it's always like, like marry that. somebody like your dad. I feel like they had a lot of similarities. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, the girls want to marry somebody like their dad. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, my dad was an extraordinary man. He was super intelligent. So was Herman. Super successful. My dad was an orthopedic surgeon. Herman was a successful businessman. You know, they were loving, they were fun, they were charming, you know, they were splendid, they were generous, they, they, were, they, they were so um, helpful, they would help so many people, you know, they would take off their shoes to give them to somebody that needed their shoes. So that's how I've always seen it, you know, I've always focused on the good and the positive. Like, to me, that's not a handicap, that's not a weakness. Right. You know, loving, loving another man, that's not a weakness. Like, right. and that's what society, like, needs to know, like, you know. Your sexuality doesn't really define you or determine like what kind of person you are. 
And, you know, I feel like it continues to happen. You know, I get my dad's generation because he would have been 84 years old. And, you know, I get even up to Herman's generation, you know, I feel like the younger ones now have it easier. So, you know, I feel like society is doing it for them. You know, it, it, that's why they don't come out. It's not like, oh, it's because they want both sides of the, you know, they like both. Or because they want, you know, the family and the kids and then they want to have that on the side. I don't think so. You know, I really still feel like they have a really hard time because we're making it hard for them. Their friends, their family, you know, the world, society, just everything. That's why what you're doing is so like, dope. I mean, you're just like getting out there. You're talking about it, right? Like you're making it like this is every day. Like you said, you love who you love. Who cares about anything else? And unfortunately, a lot of people do care about who it is and what color and all this stuff. And I just, like, right. just it's. No, I mean, as long as the person is good, like that's what I really, you know, and that's what I wanted to, I mean, that's how it is. Like, you know, my dad was an extraordinary man, but he should not lose like his rights or his credibility just because he wasn't the traditional dad because right. he, you know, had a relationship with a man and he did back then lose a lot of rights. So that's what I'm learning. You know, I'm obviously when I was a child, I was not aware of any of this, yeah. but after the fact I was, and I, that should not happen today. Just like a lot of others, you know, those are like social issues, you know, that we're talking about, but definitely not that, you know, and I felt like with Herman, it was like the same thing. It was like, you know, why do people have to say that? Like, you know, there's so much good to him that that doesn't make a difference. I mean, liking a guy, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't impen- like impede him from like doing a business deal from, right. you know, right. for raising a hundred thousand dollars for a hospital, you know, for helping this person fill up. It's like, it does not, but that's what society likes to do, you know? And that's why you gotta be tough. You know, you got, you gotta be, we live in a tough world and, you know, like the strong people are the ones that make it. And, you know, that because it's like, it's really hard. So I try to like, Again, with the social media, I know who I am. I know, you know, but the social media and the haters and like the people that don't even know me, that just want to give an opinion, you know, inform an opinion based on a picture or on, on whatever it's like. Because they're know. haters and this is what they do. They live on their computer to hate and like, just be a dick. So it's just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's never been my world. So I continue to like stay focused on me and in my family and on, and on, you know, the friends and family and the viewers and fans, you know, all, there's a lot of beautiful people, you know, that have love in their heart and have a lot of nice things to say. And that's what I'm interested in. But, you know, and it's not, and it's not like, okay, well, I'm not going to like it. They say, oh, okay. Oh my God. You know, Alexia looks old or whatever. I don't care about it. that's not, I mean, it's not nice, but that doesn't hurt me. But, you know, and but I feel like when, you know, they do start talking about a loved one, like right. your husband or the father of your kids or your children or people, your mother or your father, that's different. You know, I mean, if they have a comment about the way I look, I don't really care. Right. You know, but I mean, I know others will care, but I don't care about that. But I feel like those sensitive issues are, are, are tough. You know, it's t- you know, it's shocking too, that the whole like Lenny having an emotional affair like that, like threw me too. the whole thing with Lisa and Lenny. Like I felt bad about that. I, I, yeah, it's almost like this thing, like you watch these housewives and you feel like, you know, a lot of things come out, right? Like, right. Well, yeah, that's what happens. It's not only from the show. I mean, once you, you, we have this platform, if you want to call it, 
and you're kind of like a little well known, you right. know, the skeletons start coming out of the closet. I mean, you know, that, you know, I feel like almost all the girls that are on these kind of shows, we all have like a lot of skeletons. So they like all start coming out. So it's like up to you to like say your story, you know, before somebody else says it for you and doesn't say it in such a nice way. Right. Do you think Frankie is like Frankie has any loves? Uh, well, he loves other girls. Yeah. Frankie's like, mom, I love that girl. Yeah, he only has love. He like he's still, you know, he crushes like on uh, the cute girls. That's why he loves being at the beauty bar and he's met a lot of <laughs> cute girls there. He's crushing on the one that I have working there at the front desk, Mariana. That <laughs> yeah. comes out. Yeah, she's super cute. So yeah, I mean, hopefully he'll find a good woman, you know, that can make him happy and that he can make happy as well. And, you know, he can have a good life and be, you know, independent, close to me. But, you know, you know, those are my goals for him. I mean, I want him to be happy, healthy, and, and independent. And that's what we're working on every day. Does he date or anything or go out? No, I think or? he's a little scared. Like he would, that girl, he's gone on a couple of dates, but like before he'll be like, mom, I'm like scared. And I'm like, no, Bobby, don't be scared. Like you got this and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I know he was, uh, yeah, I know before the accident, he was, you know, dating and, you know, he was like very popular with all the girls and, and all that. So at least he got to experience that like before. So, you know, now moving forward, it's just like finding like the right girl. I think he likes, he likes them all. So that's like a problem. I'm like, if you really like this one, you got to <laughs> because she's not going to like it. He'll be like, oh, I love you, Mariana. I love you. Then a, a, a pretty girl walks into the salon and he'll be like, well, wait, Mariana, hold on. Hi, what's your name? Would you want some water? Does it... so, yeah. You're like, don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You know what too? I was with you. Please tell, explain this to me because I had asked my husband, what's only, the only f- fans only or only? Fans page, the only fans page, Yeah. I don't get the whole thing either. When you guys first started talking about it, I thought it was like, show some titties and you get your cash. Like, right. Well, the only reason why I know about it is because I have two kids, you know, that are that age that they kind of like, they, they know girls, I guess, that are on that platform. And, you know, one of my friend's um, daughter's on it and she's been very successful on it. And um, so I actually started finding out about that because I was hearing it from all these young people or they would say, like, for example, like I would visit my friends, like my young friends, the ones that were helping me here and Johnny, that he's also like on the show, Johnny. Yeah. And I would like where he lives and stuff like that. We would see people. And then it's kind of like a joke. They're like, Oh, she's on OnlyFans. Oh, he's on OnlyFans. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I kind of got more educated on it because before giving an opinion, I like to know what it's about. Right. And it's pretty much that. I mean, they start, you know, it's any platform could be used however you want to use it. Right. Even like Instagram, it's kind of like it's PG, but if you want to be a little bit more risky, show a little bit more, I mean, and, and Instagram, there's girls like with a thong, with her, with all the right. And they're not supposedly getting paid. Maybe they get more followers. I don't know. So it was brilliant that they actually came up with a platform of what I don't know is how it's legal, right? Like who's making all this money besides a person? Do you pay taxes? <laughs> I don't know. It's like so complicated. I'm like, my life is too complicated already to add another complication. Besides that, my kids would disown me. Um, so it was kind of like, I'm just surprised when it started. I, I, I thought everything was weird and sketchy, but it's continued. Yeah. And I'm like, how do they get away with that? 
And obviously, my opinion is just like, you know, nobody's going to be giving you, you know, like money, like if you're showing like your toes. But then there's an argument that there's guys that are have a fetish with toes. So they're into your toes. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. It's true. So I feel like any platform, you can use it however you want to use it. You know, if you want to show your boob, show your boob. If you want to like, you know, um, show your butt or if you want to like, I don't know, play with yourself and ask for a hundred dollars. <laughs> and make somebody happy you know and like Abu Dhabi good for you like who knows like I don't know but you know what I don't have time for that (laughs) and you know what it might be too attractive like oh I made so much money oh I make ten thousand dollars a day but it's not my thing like I don't like to talk to strangers you know I don't have time to talk to my family and the people my real friends that I love and so I'm not going to be on the phone talking to a stranger so you can get turned on so that I can get compensated like you know I'm not saying that that's what people do I'm just saying that, you know, it's a platform that you can use it however you want. It's just scary, right? That there's like no supervision or control. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know it. You guys literally made me be like, what is this? And I was like, Josh, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's a, and I'm like, oh, because I'm thinking it's like a bunch of boobs. And I'm like, oh, tell me more, Josh. Like, tell me more about this. And he's like, all right, you psycho. That's not like, it could literally be someone's finger and like, that's it. Right. Well, that's what it is. So we, we, till this point, we don't, you know, we don't know. Like we became aware of it because like Larsa shared it with us. That That's how we know, you know? And again, like if she likes it and she's happy with it, I support her. Like I support all my friends, whatever, as long as it's not something bad, you know, that's going to hurt somebody right. or hurt yourself. I'm not stopping. If you like it and you like what it brings to your life, you know what? Good for you. I support it. Am I going to do it? No, because I'm just, not that person, you know what I mean? So, okay, yeah. I, have, I have three questions about Todd, and I'll let you go because I'm taking up all your time. Okay, so is he a bub, a butt, or boob girl? Boob girl, totally. Boy, hold on, but now he's become a butt girl because of me. He never <laughs> liked butts before. He never liked butts before, but, you know, I'm Cuban, so, like, I have a butt. A butt. So, but he's definitely a tick guy. And that's why I like swap my implants and I'm new implants and he loves it. He wish I would have gone bigger, but I can't. I'm already like, too, I caught too much attention. So I didn't want bigger boobs, but I must say he's boobs first. And now he's taking a liking for ass because of me. Um, two things. I love that, that you're turning him to the ass man. Um, uh-huh. As a straight woman married to a man, I will say your boobs are phenomenal oh, thank you <laughs> Sorry, okay so, i had my implants for 30 years and that's like another myth about my first uh implants what i do historical 30 years i removed them in 2020 and that's when i swapped them out for these new ones but with those implants i breastfed my kids etc et yeah i had them for 30 years and they were perfect but, you know, I got bored in 2020. I'd had them for 30 years. I'm, like, in my 50s already. I'm, like, when am I going to swap them out? Like, when am I going to, like, have, you know, I'm not going to wait till I'm, like, 70 to do that. So. Did you go to I Lenny? Super happy. And I didn't do it with Lenny because I didn't want Lenny looking at my boobs. Like, I told Lisa. I'm, like, Lenny's, like, incredible. He's a great surgeon. But it's kind of weird. Like, we're out to dinner and, like, Lenny got to, like, play with my boobs. Like, I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I'm, like, so old school. Like, I just didn't want that. No, he's going to be like, if he, was a, if he was like a gynecologist, you're like, I know he does oh. it. And it's like, like they see vaginas all day. doesn't mean anything, but like, you're like, but to yeah. me. Yeah. But it's like, but those are my boobs. It's like, it's different. Right. Totally. Who's your, clo- who's your closest outside of obviously outside of Marisol? Like who's your second closest girl on the show? 
I would say Lisa and Larsa, like in different ways, but they're they're both like up there. Like Lisa and Larsa in different ways. I find them both close. I mean, Lisa, I mean, I've known, and it's not even about the years and you know that, I mean, you could have known somebody for 20 years, but it's kind of like that they give you that, you know, that feeling of like trust and of like that bond. So they both do in different ways. So I would say both of them. And by the way, when you're not 12 anymore, you don't need to like know somebody for 10 years to be a best friend, right? right. Like, I agree. It's like a guy, you don't need a date when we're older, we're not 22 anymore. You don't need a date for 15 years before you get married. Right. It's like, yes. we know we get this shit. No, get it. Yeah. Let's this get it moving. Okay. Right. So does he like a lady in the streets or a freak in the sheets? Uh, well, he likes me and I'm both. So <laughs> yeah. I love, you know what I'm thinking about you. I'm like, listen, I know you have stuff like the like, stuff that came out with Peter negative, but like you just got married, right? Like Frankie's jamming. You have the beauty bar. I was talking to Jill Zarin from. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Jill. Uh-huh. She's, she's amazing. And she's in Florida yeah. somewhere down there, I think. We get to see her a lot here. When she's here in Miami, we hang out. No way. Really? Yes. Love her. And I'm super happy for her, too, that she's found happiness again. And like her life is like, you know, that's changed completely. And she talks a lot about her ex husband, too. A lot. I mean, still very much. And we've had this conversation, Jill and I. Like, is it okay like, to talk about that? Because, you know, I went through that as well. Like, you know, it's like you still, you know, because they're both deceased. Right. So, yes, we're in a new relationship, but until when is it okay, you know, right. to kind of talk about them? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I totally, I brought that up actually to her. I was like, do you, because you're in a new relationship, but like you were so close, right? And you were married for so long. She's like, no, I talk about it all the time. Like, I'll see things. Yes. Like, I see like a light or a, yes. I feel like Bobby's with me. Yes. Yeah. Do you see? Well, yeah, we, we've had this conversation. Yes. We've had this conversation many times. With, do you see, ever see that? Like, oh, Herm, would it be weird? Like, if you're like Herman still around, I see. Well, the difference is that Jill and Bobby were still very much a yeah. couple, you know, when he and she went through, you know, all his, like, his, you know, his it's cancer. Right. You know, right. and his illness. And, you know, she was. I think, it, I think she was married. We were kind of married around the same amount of years. And like you said, it's not the years, but it's kind of like the relationship you have and the amount. She went through all that till the end where Herman and I had been separated for a year and a half physically, you know, but I mean, mentally and emotionally, you know, we always had love for each other. We worked together. We had like a sisterly brother kind of relationship. But what I'm trying to say is that, so for her, it was, easier you know what I mean right. and also you know she doesn't see it as a uh, as a form of disrespect so you know I did it a little bit I just find myself doing it less because right. I like to put myself in the person's position and like I maybe may not like it you know and I feel like now you know we're in such a great place like Todd and I like it's okay like he'll get it because you know it's different divorce you know death is different from divorce you know I think it could be disrespectful if you know, it's just like you got divorced, but I feel like when the person isn't here anymore and there was such an important part in your life that you should be able to talk about it and express your feelings and your partner should listen and kind of like support it. Right. Right. The other thing that she would say that made me think of this is because I'm thinking about you. She said, you can have everything, but you can't have it all at once. And I was wondering, I'm thinking about with you because I'm like, you got your new man, you're married, 
you know, Frankie jamming, like Peter is getting out of this. Like, do you feel, do you agree with that? I do. And I've always said something even more than that, you know, like sometimes I say like, I'm afraid like for everything to be so great and to be so happy because then something happens. Cause you know, it's just like the story of my life. Yeah. So, you know, I tend not to think about it or give it too much energy or thought because, you know, we have the power to change that. And, you know, that's how, you know, I live my life. But the truth is that it's always like that. And even now, I guess, again, I feel like my 50s have been such a reflective like stage in my life. And I see like all my friends, you know, not only from the show, but like my other friends that I have as well as as families and as couples. And we've all gone through different things. I mean, you know about mine because I shared them on TV. They have it. But, you know, and you see, you know, a lot of them are divorced. Some of them, their husbands are here. Some of them, you know. Their children had, you know, illnesses or they have, I mean, it's like nobody gets away with having that perfect Perfect. life. You know, it doesn't exist, but that's why, you know, we have to, you know, enjoy every moment, enjoy, you know, when we are experiencing this joyful state in our life, we have to enjoy it, make the best of it. Be grateful. I always say that. Be grateful for every moment, for everything you do, every experience you have, whether it's good or bad. And that's, you know, how I try to live my life. And I agree with what Jill says too, that you can't have it all at the moment. You have like little bits and, and you know, I feel that that's better. Sometimes when you have it all at that moment and you think it's so great, it like, it's easy to go. Totally. So, no, but like you said, especially with kids, like just be thankful, right? Like every night there's so much stuff, right? My, the only thing I tell my kids, I don't care about money, all the shit that you can have, just be a good person. And every night to my kids, we say we're so <laughs> grateful, thankful, lucky, and blessed for everything mm-hmm. that we have. Because in the end, like we are so lucky. And who cares about rings and did you know, like who gives a shit, right? It's just like our health, our happiness, and being like thankful. And I just think you're so kick-ass. Oh, thank you. So are you. I mean, I have been so freaking excited for this for so long. Um, I just, I think you're a rock star. I think you're a rock star. You're so badass. And the way you are making those boys, like your kids, your family. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I always wanted. And I've always had to work so hard to fight for what you, for what I wanted, which was that, which was like, you know, to have a family, to be in love. And, you know, I, I'm grateful and I'm blessed. Like, you know, you say, I'm thankful even for all the other times, you know, like that, haven't been great I still try to you know find joy in it and find you know a good lesson in it <clears throat> and move forward I've talked so much today that I hardly have a I know you're done listen <laughs> you, listen you but go they say, yeah it was great talking uh, to you thank you for everything thank you, thank you so much, thank much. You. It was awesome seeing you, thank you. bye you thank you so much for listening to side piece make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at side piece show that's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.